Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment and celebrity news on John Witherspoon, Kevin Hart, Lil Wayne, Whoopi Goldberg, Teresa and Joe Giudice, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. To buy your home, you became a house-hunting ace, learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. To protect his family from disaster, Steve used his camera phone. Done. By taking pictures of his important documents, Steve can always have them stored online. Learn more simple disaster prep tips at ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. My name is Hunter Hayes. I know myself, and I know my buzzed warning signs. One shot is about knowing my limits, or not necessarily knowing my limits. I start with one shot to have a good time. One of the signs that I'm starting to feel a little buzz is when I start solving not only my own problems, but the entire world's problems. When I know I'm going out, I know I'm going to start with calling for a ride. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, if you like us on Facebook, please follow us. We we are uh, we take we have fans. Just go to www.facebook.com/slash/deathentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at deathentertain1. That's T H A T S Entertain and the number one. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14. Stiletto like the shoe. S T I L E T T O and the number fourteen. And most importantly, follow me on Instagram. Just go to T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 63 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout-out to all my listeners out there. Thank you for once again for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. So how is everyone doing? How your week been so far? Uh, we wasn't on the air last week, but as usual, a lot of things go on when we're not here. Uh, I want to send a congratulations to Nicki Minaj. She and her uh, boo just got married last week. Um who would have thought, you know, somebody who was a childhood friend of hers, and but he's also an ex-convict, so, but congratulations to her. Uh, sad news in the world of entertainment. We just lost funny man, comedian, actor John Witherspoon all of a sudden. Uh, he died uh, yesterday morning or this morning. Uh, we don't know what was the cause. He was uh, he was at he he was only 77 years old, and he still had he Seth kept 
Bicep kept doing uh, projects. He still had acting roles, and all of a sudden, he was gone. So we're going to uh, talk about the life and time of John Witherspoon this morning, I mean this afternoon. And also, Halloween is tomorrow, and I know here in the Northeast it's supposed to be a rainy one at that, but I know every year the big Halloween parade that's always held in the village, rain, shine, snow, they're going to still do the parade. Uh, but there's an interesting article about what people are going to be dressed as this Halloween 2019. I'll tell you about it. Also, make sure we're going back to standard time. So this is the weekend where we turn back the clock. So uh, don't forget this weekend to change your clock back one hour because you want, don't want to miss going to work and going to school on first thing Monday morning. So, uh, yeah, we have a lot to talk about, as usual, this week. We're going to be also talking about Kevin Hart. Uh, he made a uh, – he posted something on his Instagram account to give fans an update on his health, on his condition following that car crash. We're going to be talking about it, what he what he said in the video. Also, uh, there's rumors out here that Lil Wayne might be engaged and I'll tell you who he's engaged to. And uh, Whoopi Goldberg said that um, she was thinking about this talks of her trying to, uh, I guess, bring back her role in Sister Act. Remember the famous movie uh, she did uh, several years ago? I think it was in the 80s, I think, maybe, or early 90s, where she... Um, I think it was in the early 90s where she played that nun, and there's a lot of resistance on whether she should do a third installment of the movie. I'll tell you about that. And uh, Teresa Giudice and Joe, they address rumors surrounding their marriage and uh, amid Joe's departure, de- deportation drama. Uh, they were on uh, Andy Cohen's uh, show and talking about their the situation with their with being um Joe being uh, in jail or held by ice and how they feel about themselves about each other about their marriage so we're going to be talking about that today and uh also uh country music legend which I really love her Reba McIntyre is the latest celebrity to have a podcast that's right. She's going to be starting a podcast soon. And uh, Ed Sheeran and Adele will crown the richest British stars under 30. So without further ado, uh, let's get started uh, with the most, I guess you can say the most talked about stories of the week. Hit it. Just found out early this morning about actor comedian John Witherspoon. Uh, he's been an actor and comedian who, for decades, made audience laugh in TV shows and films, including the Friday feature franchise and the WB The Wayans Brothers. He died at his home today, and he was 77. Um, 
he was born in Detroit in 1942 as John Witherspoon. He launched a stand-up comedy career, and he began acting in the late 1970s with great starring TV roles, making his feature debut in the 1980 The Jazz Singer. Uh, Witherspoon appeared in numerous films, including Hollywood Shuffle, Boomerang, Vampire in Brooklyn, The Ladies' Man, and Faking the Funk. Witherspoon was perhaps best known for his role as Ice Cube Grumpy Dad in the 1995 breakout hit Friday. He also appeared in the sequel Next Friday and Friday After Next and was expected to reprise his role in the long gestating final installment of the franchise title Last Friday. Witherspoon also voiced Gramps on the cult animated series The Boondocks. He likely would have returned to the series' upcoming revival on HBO Max. Also known for his role as Pops on the Wayne Brothers, now Witherspoon did um, stints on such comedy series as The Tracy Morgan Show, The First Family, and Black Jesus, and he was also a frequent guest on The Late Show with David Letterman. Now, even with his busy film and TV career and stand-up comedy remained an important part of Witherspoon life, at age 77, he continued to perform regularly and had several dates coming up at the time of his death. Witherspoon's family said in a statement to Deadline, they said, quote, he is survived by his wife, Angela, and his son, J.D., Alexander, and a large family. We are all in shock. Please give us a minute for a moment in privacy, and we will celebrate his life and his work together. John used to say, quote, I'm no big deal, but he was a huge deal to us, unquote. John Witherspoon, may he rest in peace, uh, died at the age of 77. Kevin Hart has made use of his Instagram account to give fans update on his condition following a car crash back in September. On Tuesday, October 29th, the Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle star shared with fans that he posted a video of him recovering from the incident, which forced him to undergo a back surgery. The video opened with footage of the September 1st car accident with the actor saying in voiceover, Quote, basically what you realize is that you're not in control. No matter how much you think you're in control, you're not in control, and at the end of the day, it can all be over, unquote. As he is seen doing physical therapy that looked painful, uh, Kevin goes on to saying that when God talks, you got to listen. Uh, he says, I swear life is funny because some of the craziest things that happen to you end up being the things that you needed the most. In this case, he honestly feels like God basically told him to sit down. You know, when you're moving too fast and you're doing too much, sometimes you can't see the things you're meant to see. Kevin admits that following the accident, he sees things differently. He sees life from a whole new perspective, and alluding that he makes his uh, make him appreciate him. He, it, it makes him appreciate in his life even more, and that he's thankful for the people that simply ride with him and have stood by him. He also gives a shout-out to his fans saying, quote, My fans, thank you, thankful for all your love and support. Don't take today for granted because tomorrow's not promised. More importantly, I'm thankful for God, thankful for life, unquote. Concluding the video, Kevin can be heard saying that he's looking forward to an amazing 2020. And 
And the rumor has it that Lil Wayne is engaged. The 37-year-old hip-hop star is reportedly taking his relationship with a BBW Instagram model by the name of Letitia Thomas to the next level. The engagement rumors began after she flaunted a huge rock on her ring finger in the Instagram post. When one of her followers asked about the bling-bling, she replied, she's engaged. The brunette beauty actually started showing off the diamond ring on her social media a week ago. The plus-size model didn't drop any names, but fans were convinced her fiancé was the lollipop rhymer since they had been romantically linked for some time now. Weezy was previously linked to Dea Sodana. They were also rumored to be engaged before calling it quits early this year. He then sparked hookup rumors with Letitia. Uh, Little Wayne has four children. His first one was born when he was only 16 years old to his high school sweetheart, Toya Johnson. They married in 2004 and divorced in 2006. His second child was born to radio personality Sarah Vivian, his third one to actress Laura London, and his fourth to singer Nevia. Uh, he also knocked up Femsey Trina, but she unfortunately had a miscarriage. In 2015, Weezy confirmed his relationship with Christina Melian, who was previously married to Nevia's ex-husband, The Dream. Their, their romance didn't last long as they split the very uh, in the same year. Uh, his oldest child, a daughter named Regine, and one of his uh, other daughters, other baby mamas, Nevia, were featured in his latest studio installment. The Carter Five, which arrived in September of 2018. The album suffered suffered numerous delays due to the long-running dispute with Cash Money Records and label head Birdman until he was released from his contract with the label in June of 2018. And Whoopi Goldberg has been met with a lot of resistance when she presented the idea for a third Sister Act movie. The star was nominated for Best Actress, Motion Picture, Comedy, or Musical Prize at the 1993 Golden Globe Awards for her performance as Dolores Van Carter uh, in the flick and will step into the iconic uh, nun costume once again when the stage show hit the U.K. next summer. And speaking on Thursday, October 24th installment of The View, the star revealed that she's been working on drumming up interest in a third installment of the Sister Act story, but confessed people saying that nobody wants to see it because it's dated, it's old. Whoopi previously explained she was thrilled when singer-rapper Lizzo paid homage to the franchise during her MTV Movie Awards performance, expressing during an appearance on Watch What Happened Live. Whoopi will appear in the London show for 39 performances from July 29th to August 30th at the Eventum Apollo in Hammersmith. And uh, Teresa Giudice and Joe Giudice are addressing the rumors surrounding their marriage amid Joe's deportation drama. The Real Housewife of New Jersey star sat down for an interview with Andy Cohen for a special title, Joe and Teresa Unlock, which aired on Sunday, October 27th on Bravo. When asked if they would still stay together even if Joe is being deported to his native Italy, Joe said that, quote, if we stay together, we'll stay together. If we don't, we don't. You know, it's a conversation that, you know, we'll see, unquote. During the special event, it was also revealed that Teresa was set to visit Joe in Italy in the coming weeks with the couple's four daughters. The Bravo personality admits to being nervous to meet her husband, who just completed his prison stint for fraud. 
Teresa was hit with cheating rumors earlier this year after she was pictured holding hands with a younger man. Despite that, Joe noted that he would always love his wife for 20 years no matter what happens. And he also went on saying, as long as she's happy, that's all that matters. Teresa also echoed the sentiment saying she wants the best for Joe and she wants him to be successful as they both continue to take care of their daughters. Joe was held in by ICE at the Clinton County Correctional Center in Lock Haven, Pennsylvania, since his release from federal prison in March of 2019. Joe started his sentence in March of 2016 after pleading guilty to fraud charges in 2014. Right now we have uh, 16 minutes after the hour. As you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about the show, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, we're on Facebook. Like us. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain One. You can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14 and follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. Ed Sharon has taken Adele Crown to become the richest British star under the age of 30. The 28-year-old Shape of You hitmaker has almost doubled his wealth over the past year with his mama's earnings taking him from $121 million in 2017 to a staggering $218 million. And this is according to Heat Magazine and 2019 Rich List. The majority of Ed income came from his two-year-long Divide Tour, which is the highest-grossing tour of all time. Meanwhile, thanks to his impressive songwriting skills, the star has sold a staggering 150 million records worldwide. The star also ranked in royalties from tracks he penned from stars including Justin Bieber, Rhea Ora, and Anne Marie. Adele's departure from the top spot sees her leaving the list altogether as she's now 31 and no longer qualified for the rundown. And country music music legend Reba McIntyre is joining the world of podcasts after landing her own show. The singer had teamed up with bosses at Spotify to launch an as-yet-untitled lifestyle program on which Reba will discuss a variety of topics with special guests and offer advice on how to overcome tough times and find happiness. However, the 64-year-old admits she had never thought of having her own podcast until streaming service officials approached her with the idea. Reba will kick off her stunt as a podcast presenter in 2020, and company executives assure fans will like what they hear. Reba joins the likes of Kevin Bacon on the Spotify podcast roster, while fellow country artist Midland recently launched their own series, Set It Straight, with Midland to tell stories from America's past. And expect the streets to be full of Captain Marvel's and Joker's costumes on Halloween night. This is according to a new Fandango Now poll. Bosses at the streaming service surveyed more than 1,000 millennial film fans over the last two weeks asking them which 2019 movie-inspired costume they'll be wearing on October 31st. And Brie Larson and uh, the Joker character topped the female and male list. Now, Daisy Ridley from Star Wars character uh, Rain 
uh, that is on the list as well. Uh, Angelina Jolie's Maleficent and Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow also feature high on the list, along with Tom Holland's Spider-Man and Chris Evans' Captain America. And uh, Jennifer Aniston, she teased during an appearance on the Ellen DeGeneres show Monday that while they won't be, there won't be a reboot of her classic sitcom Friends, she and her former co-stars on the series just might have something in the works. Uh, Aniston, who played Rachel Green on Friends, starring alongside Courtney Cox, David Schremer, and Matthew Perry, Lisa Kudrow, and Matt LeBlanc. Now, the show aired for 10 seasons on NBC from 1994 to 2004 and celebrated 25 year, their 25th anniversary, actually, of its premiere last month. Now, Aniston shared the tidbit about working with her friend's co-star again to answer the questions of another guest on Ellen, pop star Charlie Puth, who volunteered to do the music for whatever they come with come up with. Uh, in the meantime, Anderson has her new series, The Morning Show, with Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell, debuting on Apple TV Plus on November 1st. And speaking of Jennifer Aniston, uh, she is more than happy to take responsibility for causing an Instagram glitch with her debut post on the social media site. The actress broke records when she joined the site earlier this month, getting herself over a million followers in just 45 minutes after posting a snap of herself and her former friend's castmates. Joking she didn't mean to break the social media platform, Jennifer told Entertainment Tonight at the premiere of her new Apple TV Plus series, the morning show right here in New York on Monday, October 28th, that she's prepared to fix it. But she, of course, she laughs, saying that she'll pay for it, she'll fix it, but she don't know what it is that she actually broke. Addressing the hype, her debut cause, the star also added that it was so funny before knowing that she's still learning how to use the platform. The murder mystery star also revealed she's taking promoting her page to her her own fans, and she even called her celebrity pals, including her ex, Justin Theroux, to make sure they were following her. And uh, John Singleton Estate is about to get a healthy boost after Sony Pictures agreed to pay over 500000 from the filmmaker's 2001 flick, Baby Boy. According to court documents obtained by TMZ, Sony Pictures has agreed to pay 515000 to the late director's film company, New Deal Production, from the movie, which starred Tyrese Gibson, Taraji P. Henson, and Snoop Dogg. Baby Boy, which was dis- distributed by Sony and its subsidiary TriStar Pictures, made $29.3 million in the box office with a budget of around $16 million. The paper suggests that John had requested a formal audit for money the film made a while back, with the company claiming the settlement was agreed prior to John's death. The Boys in the Hood writer-director passed away on April 28th at the age of 51, more than a week after being placed in a coma after suffering a stroke. Following his passing, his mother, Sheila Ward, was named the executor of the estate. And also, uh, R. Kelly, he must use his song royalty checks to continue paying child support to his ex-wife. This is what a judge had ruled. The embattled uh, hitmaker spent three days locked up in Chicago, Illinois, in March after skipping a court deadline to settle his debt with uh, Andrea Kelly, who claimed she was owed more than 160000 to help care for their three children. 
He was only released from jail after an anonymous donor paid off his debt, and he subsequently found a way to hand over enough money each month to avoid further time behind bars. Kelly has also been fighting to have his child support payment lowered, insisting he can no longer afford the 21000 he previously agreed to in the former couple's 2009 divorce due to a lack of work as he faces felony counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse. His previous attempt to have the figures reduced in March was dismissed, and now the judge overseeing the dispute has ordered the singer to use earnings from his music back catalog to continue meeting the payment deadlines, and this is according to TMZ. It's the latest of Kelly legal woes. He is currently in jail awaiting trial on numerous federal and state sex abuse charges brought by prosecutors in New York and Chicago. Right now we have uh, 24 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. Coming up in the next half hour, we're going to be talking about uh, Jane Fonda. She was just recently honored by uh, BAFTA in Los Angeles, but she was unable to collect her prize because she was in uh, she was arrested. And this was the third time in three weeks that she was arrested. I'll tell you more about that. Also, uh, actress Elaine Hendrick is going to tackle the TV role that John, uh, I'm sorry, Joan Collins made famous in the 1980 soap Dynasty. Also, uh, Prince had uh, had a, a you know how Prince was always talking about how the music industry was kind of. Uh, not fair to their artists Well apparently They found uh, notes Among some phot- some Pictures and some Handwritten lyrics that he talked About how he didn't like Katy Perry Or Ed Sheeran's music And he also talked about the music Industry and about the Media conglomerates who control Contemporary radio We're going to be talking about that also, Elton John was forced to postpone his show. I'll tell you the reason why. And Kelly Rowland, who's one-third of Destiny Child, she opened up about the possibility of a Destiny Child reunion. All those stories and more coming up in the next half hour, so don't go anywhere.
tune in to that entertainment. The number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with your host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. We got 30 minutes left remaining in the show. That was new music from Summer Walker featuring Usher in Come Through. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you about Jane Fonda. Uh, she was honored by BAFTA Los Angeles at the 2019 British Academy Britannia Award on Friday, October 25th, but was unable to collect her prize in person following her third arrest in three weeks. Earlier this year, it was announced the star would receive the Stanley Culprit Britannia Award for Excellence in Film at the prestigious event. However, the Grace and Frankie star was unable to make the ceremony due to her incarceration. The actress is participating in a weekly climate change demonstration called Fire Drill Fridays in Washington, D.C., and the star was taken into custody for the third time on Friday as she led the illegal protest. Meanwhile, Emmy-winning actress Phoebe Waller Bridge was honored with the Britannia Award for British Artist of the Year at the ceremony at the Beverly Hilton Hotel, while fellow Brit Steve Coogan scooped the Charlie Chapman uh, Britannia Award for Excellence in Comedy. Also honored was US director Jordan Peele, who took home the John Schlesinger uh, uh, Britannia Award for Excellence in Directing Prize, while legendary producer Norman Lear was bestowed with uh, Britannia Excellence in TV or in Television Award. Actor Jackie Chan was also celebrated at the event, walking away with the Albert R. Broccoli uh, Britannia Award for Worldwide Contribution to Entertainment Accolades. And uh, actress Elaine Hendricks, is to, uh, she's getting ready to tackle the TV role Joan Collins made famous on 1980s soap Dynasty. The Parent Trap star has been cast as Alexa Carrington for the third season of the Dynasty revamp. Hendricks is taking over the role launched by former Desperate Housewives star Nicolette Sheridan and temporarily played by Elizabeth Gellies who also portray Fallon Carrington on the show. Collins portray Alexis on the original Dynasty series from 1981 to 1989. And Prince hit out. Uh, he, he, and he, you know, this is nothing new. He always, when he was alive, he always talked about the music industry and how fair it was to their artists and how, uh, remember for the longest he used to wear a uh, slave across his face, and how he kept going back and forth with his battle with the uh, record labels. Well, apparently um, he had an issue with Katy Perry and Ed Sharon. Uh, it says here he hit out at the music industry for trying to ram Katy Perry and Ed Sharon music down their our throats in a series of unearthed notes and letters from the late star. The notes were found among photographers and handwritten lyrics inside the star Minnesota home following his death in 2016 at the age of 57. Now, according to the Guardian Weekend magazine, Princess Day has been examining the massive archive in an effort to generate income, and the publication has printed excerpts from the collection. In one note, the star hit out at the state of the music industry and wrote of the media conglomerates who control contemporary radio. And this is what uh, Prince wrote in the note. He said, quote, We need to tell them that they keep trying to ram Katy Perry and Ed Sheeran down our throat, and we don't like it, no matter how many times they played it. 
unquote. The collection has been curated into a book called The Beautiful One by Dan Piperbring, a Prince devotee who the the Purple Rain star had tapped to work on his memoir before his tragic passing. The pair worked together for three months before Prince's death, and speaking of finding the artifacts following his passing, uh, Dan said that the quote, that the sheer quality or sheer quantity of paper was surprising. In one room, you'll find something from 1979, and within arm reach, there'll be something from 2002. The beautiful one is available now. And uh, Elton John was forced to postpone his show in Indianapolis on Saturday, October the 26th, after the star was struck by illness. Sickness forced the tiny dancer hitmaker to move the plan stop on his farewell Yellow Brick Road tour to March 26, 2020, with officials from the Banker's Life Fieldhouse Arena wishing the singer a speedy recovery and a statement confirming the news. The Indianapolis date was already pushed back a day due to a change in Elton's touring schedule because of an issue with a Toronto tour date. The news come just a day after the star husband, David Furnish, confirmed his mother Gladys has passed away and he shared a heartbreaking tribute honoring his beautiful, angelic mother. And Kelly Rowland has opened up about the possibility of a Destiny Child reunion, but was careful not to give too much away as the trio liked to surprise fans. Kelly last reunited with Beyonce, Noah, and Michelle Williams on stage as part of the formation Hitmaker's headlining performance at the Coachella Festival in 2018, and reports of a more long-term reunion has been swirling ever since. Addressing the speculation, Commander Hitmaker Kelly reflects on the group's incredible legacy before teasing, can we like have surprise in this day and age? In other words, she's saying, you know, she wants to surprise fans, but at the same time, you know, she don't want to let the cat out the bag. She, she And she said for the longest, they always like to do that with their fans. You know, the rumors will come out at first, and then, boom, they hit them with the surprise. So she wants to know, can they still do that in this day and age? Now, she told Entertainment Tonight at a press junket for her new Merry Little Christmas movie, she finds it so interesting that everybody wants to know in advance. While the star insisted she had nothing up her sleeve, she added that she wouldn't say anything in any case because it would ruin the surprise. While Kelly is busy promoting her festive flick, Beyonce has been busy working on the Disney live-action remake of The Lion King and the accompanying album, The Lion King, The Gift. Meanwhile, fans are convinced that Michelle is the butterfly on TV singing competition, The Masked Singer U.S. And uh, gospel singer Kurt Franklin, he's boycotting the Dove Awards and the Trinity Broadcasting Network after the broadcaster censored his award speech highlighting police brutality for the second time. Franklin won the Gospel Artist of the Year Prize at the 50th Annual GMA Dove Awards held October 15 in Nashville, Tennessee, which aired on TBN on October 20th. And on Monday, October 28th, he accused the network of editing the African-American experience and insists he won't attend any of their events until they put plans in place to protect and champion diversity. 
It comes three years after Franklin's speech at the 2016 Dove Awards was also edited when he also spoke about police killings and the murders of five police officers. The Gospel Music Association, which hosts uh, the Dove Awards, issued a swift apology to Franklin, insisting they were deeply apologetic for the misstep. Right now we have here about uh, 22 minutes left remaining in the show. If you are just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Give. We've been here on the network for about 10 years. We made the 10-year mark on April of 2019. So I'd like to give a shout-out to everyone who's been listening to the very beginning, and thank you for your support. Thank you for enjoying the show. And if you are brand new to BTR, register as a listener. If this is your first time listening to the show, register as a listener. It's free. All you have to do is sign in, and not only you get to hear my show on the network, but you get to listen to other shows as well, from anywhere from sports to uh, to entertainment to uh, self-help, you name it. So register as a listener. It is free. And uh, an appeal court has revived a copyright lawsuit against Taylor Swift over her hit song, Shake It Off. The 28-year-old singer enjoyed massive chart success worldwide with the catchy tune, which include the lines, because the player's going to play, 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 and the haters going to hate, 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 hate. But in September of 2017, songwriter duo Sean Hall and Nathan Butler filed papers claiming they came up with the line in a tune that penned 16 years ago. In the lawsuit, they accomplished the accomplished songwriters alleged that the 20% of Shake It Off is their 2001 song, Players Gonna Play, which was recorded by the girl group 3LW due to the lyrics. Players they're going to play and haters they're going to hate and sought substantial financial damages from Swift. Swift filed to dismiss the case in 2018 with the U.S. District Judge agreeing in February of last year. However, after Hall and Butler took the case to the Ninth Circuit of Appeals, the third judge panel ruled on Monday that the dismissal decision was premature, citing the ruling by Supreme Court Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes that questioned whether or not a judge can rule over an artistic case. The copyright case will uh, head back to court at a later date. Swift attorneys are expected to seek dismissal on alternate grounds, according to editors at Variety. And uh, Machine Gun Kelly is sorry after having a meltdown on stage during a recent performance. The 29-year-old rapper, whose real name is Richard Colson Baker, took to Twitter to apologize and promise to go to therapy when his tour ends. The actor tweeted to his over a million followers soon after a clip from the night went viral. And uh, he said, quote, tonight the frustration from my personal life came out on the stage. Sorry to my fans and my band. I'll get help after tour is over, unquote. Kelly was caught on camera fuming at a crew member on the stage when he was performing Friday night at the Credit Union One Pavilion in Chicago. He raged at one of his stagehands when an equipment malfunction occurred. The rapper, actor, and his band were playing his latest single when his guitar stopped working. He's frustrated. Uh, he was frustrated. He rushed back, say he shoved a crew member before returning to the front with the crew following close behind with a mic stand. Uh, he, uh, however, only uh, not only did he infuriate Kelly, uh, I guess their his crew, 
uh, he shoved his guitar into the crew's chest, and then he threw the mic across the stage while the crew uh, scurried back. Now, the rapper stood awkwardly on the stage before the song stopped playing, and he then he climbed to the riser before jumping down, and then he went backstage to follow the poor crew. Uh, one of his tracks uh, is supposed to be featured in the Machine, Machine Gun Kelly latest studio album, Hotel Diablo. Um, yeah, he got he has some anger issues, and uh, he promised his fans that he will get help after the tour. So, but you know, anytime you know when these artists go and perform and they go on tour, it can be a stressful situation. Anything can go wrong. Sometimes, just out of the blue, you know, and that's why they rehearse and that's why they have the sound stage and all that to make sure that the, when it's time to perform live, everything runs smoothly. But every now and then, there's going to be situations where something doesn't work or something you know, messes up or this, you know, the mic cut off automatically, and it can be a stressful situation. But uh, according to this, he ended up uh, touching up one of the cruise members, so that person could sue him for assault. So hopefully he get the help that he needs. Uh, uh, Liam Payne uh, from One Direction, uh, he can't see... Zayn Malik ever returning to One Direction, and he doesn't think he should have to either. Uh, Zayn was part of the X Factor UK group original lineup when they shot the fame after finishing in third place on the 2010 series, but quit the band in 2015. The following year, uh, remaining members like Liam, Harry, Lewis, and Niall, they went on an indefinite hiatus. Now, speaking on Saturday, October 26th, the installment of Britain's The Johnson Ross Show, the Stack It Up star opened about a potential reunion and insisted that Zane shouldn't be there if he does happen, if it does happen, in other words. Uh, he said, uh, everybody outwardly in the press has said something, but we haven't really spoke at a collective together. All I can say is through album cycles and single cycles, I see everybody's putting songs out at the moment. I don't think for the least the next two years it's going to happen, unquote. And when asked if the Pill Talk hitmaker would come back, Payne said, no, I don't think that'll ever happen. Uh, he said that when he left, he wasn't on great terms, so he don't feel like it's a thing. If it didn't, if he didn't want to be here, which he's referring to Zane, he shouldn't be there, which is fine with the rest of the guys in the group. Uh, confessing the two hadn't been in contact, uh, they did a whole stadium tour without him, so they feel like they're just fine with just the four of them. So, but uh, I guess you know, anytime you have a group that's put together and one person decides to leave or to do a solo project, the other you can expect the other members to feel a certain kind of way. Like, okay, what are you doing? And especially if they, they do it on the slide where they decide to branch off, sign a separate recording contract where they do a simple, a, a single project. And One Direction is not going to be the... They're not the first band that this happened to, and they're definitely not going to be the last. Remember when TLC, when Lisa decided to do a, uh, when she decided to, it was rumored that she signed on the Death Row Records in, to, to produce a uh, 
a, a single project of her own. It was supposed to be a, a record just her and T uh, T Boz and Shelly felt a certain kind of way. And then when uh, Camilla Cabello from Fifth Harmony, she had broke off, and and Fifth Harmony was now four part harmony. She decided to branch off. So you can expect the members to feel a certain way, and if they leave abruptly. But uh, like I said before, One Direction is not the only band that this happened to, and they're definitely not going to be the last. Uh, right now we got 15 minutes left. Fifteen minutes late, uh, left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the week. So don't go anywhere. Judge everybody missing the truth is something I've been thinking about. Reason. Say I don't give you, maybe I don't know how Excuse me, boy, I got a lot of them reasons Why I'm the way I am, regret You say I don't feel it, maybe I don't know how Many people the world I was begging you to stay Let's go
That was new music from JoJo featuring Chica in Sabotage. Right now we got nine minutes left remaining in the show. And for the last remaining stories of the week, uh, Tank, R&B star Tank, he ran it on Twitter soon after Kanye West released his gospel album, Jesus is King, and his place on the hip-hop charts. According to Tank, Kanye's new West belonged to gospel charts instead of hip-hop rankings. Uh, this is what uh, Tank said. He said, quote, I think it's disrespectful to Kanye to put his gospel album on the hip-hop charts. This man is clearly about the business of a higher calling. Why can't his gospel album be a gospel album? It's not a hip-hop album. I'm, I'm just confused, so I'm asking. Now, when a fan accused him of being salty, uh, Tank uh, replied that he's just saluting his hard work in a new genre and wanted to give him proper credit for it. So he was saying, well, how is that being salty? In a reply to another similar comment, he said that he wanted to give Kanye his just due in the space he's working in, and how did he miss that? Now, Tank himself also just dropped his own new album titled Elevation, and some fans mocked him for seemingly getting nervous about competing with Kanye on the chart since both of their albums arrived on the same day. So... One of the fans comments saying that the reason why Tank is saying this about Kanye is because they think that he's mad that no one's listening to his album. Now, Kanye's West, Jesus is King, was finally released after numerous delays. Hours before the album came out, the rapper even announced that he needed more time to complete the record, but it was eventually revealed as scheduled on October 25th. It's his ninth studio installment, but his first foray into a religious theme. Chris Brown and Drake look set to dominate the 2019 Soul Train Awards after landing a string of top nominations. The former rival turned collaborators led the field of contenders for the BET prize giving, with Brown picking up eight nods, including Best R&B Soul Male Artist and Album Mixtape of the Year for Indigo, and this is according to Billboard. His recent track with Drake, No Guidance, is in the running for Video of the Year and Song of the Year, while the Canadian rapper, who is up for seven awards, had doubled the chance of winning the latter category thanks to his appearance on Summer Walker's Girls Need Love remix. Beyonce and Lizzo followed closely behind with six nominations, with the star both competing for Best R&B Soul Female Act, as well as Song of the Year for their respective hit, Before I Let Go, and Juice. The winners of the BET Presents 2019 Soul Train Awards are set to be unveiled in Las Vegas on November 17. And Vanessa Williams still has work to do. The former Miss America turned recording television film and Broadway star will add talk show host to her wide-ranging resume, a food-focused female-centered spinoff of Dr. Oz's popular syndicated show is getting underway, gearing up to the 2020 launch. Deadline reports that Sony Picture Television is moving forward with big plans for The Good Dish as new syndicated daytime series from the Dr. Oz show producers. Hosted by the famous physician daughter, Daphne Oz, who was an original cast member of ABC The Chew, top chef judge Gail Simmons, personal chef and entrepreneur Jamika Pessoa, and Williams, the series grew out of weekly cooking segment featured on the Dr. Oz Show. The latest day entire entry will feature simple shortcuts, everyday recipes, trends, money-saving tips, and food preparation. America Idol winner uh, Jordan Sparks was initially a part of the lineup for the segment formerly known as The Dish. 
Vanessa Williams, who's been nominated for Emmy, Grammy, Tonys, and the NAACP Image Award, has been uh, honoring her uh, talk show craft as a guest host of CBS to Talk over the last year. And it looks like Nicki Minaj and her fellow uh, boyfriend, Kenneth Petty, have tied the knot, according to the rapper's latest AG post. Uh, Nicki captured the post with a series of emojis along with the date that suggests they wed on October 21st, 2019, according to the IG video. Uh, last month, Nicki sent out a tweet that read, I decided to retire and have my family. I know you guys are happy now. To my fans, keep repping me. Do uh, Death do us part. Death do us to me in the box because ain't nothing, nobody's checking me. Uh, unquote. After her fans expressed their heartbreak over the announcement, Minaj deleted the post, explaining that she didn't know her fans were going to react like that. Uh, it hurt her feeling because she felt like the way she did, it might have been insensitive to her fans, so she didn't know that it was going to be that big of a deal, and that's why she deleted it. Um, Minaj previously explained in an interview with The Shade Room that she always dreamed of a fairy tale wedding, and in July, E! News reported that Minaj and Petty officially obtained a marriage license from the Beverly Hills Courthouse. When Minaj announced that she was dating Petty in December of 2018, fans reacted with a wave of criticism because he served time in prison for manslaughter and is a registered sex offender right here in New York. And the 90 cult classic Clueless will be back in our lives soon in the form of an hour-long TV episode from CBS TV Studios. The original film centered on Cher uh, Horowitz, a high school student who befriended a new student named Ty Fraser and decided to give her a makeover. The TV series takes place in modern-day L.A. and follows Cher's best friend, Dion, originally played by Stacey Dash, and her adjustment to being high school new it girl while simultaneously trying to solve her BFF strange disappearance. The original film grossed $56.1 million in the United States. It was followed by a spinoff television sitcom and a series of books. The three-series show ran from 1996 to 1999, and based on her recent arrest for an apparent domestic violence incident, Dash's involvement in this show seems unlikely. And Issa Ray has announced the launch of Radio, her new imprint on Atlantic Records, which officially launched last Friday with the release of her new single, Kind of Love, by the singer T-Mar. Now, Ray aimed to use her label to help music artists find work in commercial, film, TV projects, and more. The label was created earlier this year and is described as serving artists and creators at the highest level as an audio-everywhere company operating as the home to a a dynamic roster of talent. Uh, radio currently provides music supervision service for HBO's A Black Lady Sketch Show. The series, created by Robin Thede, was recently renewed for a second season and featured narrative sketches performed by a cast of black women, including Thede, Ashley Nicole Black, Gabrielle Dennis, and Quinta Brunson. Ray executive produced the series via Isla Ray production. She says her new label was inspired by her history of featuring female independent or Los Angeles based artists on her other hit HBO series, Insecure. 
Well, uh, right now we got two minutes left remaining in the show. That's going to do it for me for this week. Tune in next time when we do it all over again. And make sure if you miss the show and you can't listen to the show in its entirely, you can always go to the archives right here on uh, BTR. You can also listen to the archives on our Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash that's entertainment.radio. Also follow us on Twitter at that's entertain one. You can also follow me on Twitter at stiletto14, like the high heel shoe. That's S T I L E T T O and the number 14. You can also follow me on the gram at T Jones Giz. Have a great week. Stay safe, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.